What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And be sure to check out axesandblades.com for even more guitar content. We're doing two in a row of cool announcements of new gear out there. They just happen to come along. They're like buses. You got no gear coming out. And then suddenly all the gear comes out. Well, probably not actually at this time of year. Tends to be quite a lot of advertisements for this, that, and the other coming out, doesn't there? But I don't really focus on a lot of that. As you know, listening to this podcast, I try to find things that have a bit more of a unique story to maybe aren't being covered by a lot of places and have a cool story behind them. Interesting stuff, particularly craftspeople, unique guitars, individual builders, stuff like that. Uh, And in the last episode, we talked about the cool collaboration between V8 Custom Guitars and TV Jones. That was focusing on these innovative highly skilled people master of tone tv jones these guys coming together and creating something that recreates the retro innovative take on a retro thing something very 50s in aesthetic and very much getting vintage tone nerds what they want well today in kind of contrast to that we're looking at innovative in a very modern and contemporary sense because today I'm wanting to highlight for you, and you've really got to go check these out, the announcement of FM guitars. So, innovative, unique. These are words that I probably use 7,000 times on every single podcast, and they're probably used about, oh, I don't know, 800 million times a second in the guitar world, because that's two words that everyone attaches to every single product they have ever released. But I try to use them in ways that actually make sense and actually do have some weight and meaning. And I really think that they are applicable in the case of FM guitars. Okay, it's a hard sell. You're thinking, yeah, yeah, I've heard this one before. Well, let's start with the basics. What are FM guitars? We'll get to the story in a second. But just so I've got you on board, these are, well kind of double neck guitars but more accurately these are double fretboard guitars what the hell's the difference you say well you can imagine in your head a double neck guitar we talk about that you know you might imagine instantly kind of a kind of a i imagine always the kind of famous photos of like jimmy page playing a double neck gibson something like that this really big guitar body literally looks like two guitars basically just welded together in the middle and it literally has two separate complete necks you might have a 12 string and then a six string you might have something else a band that i've mentioned here l10 11 um often famed for using a really cool double neck bass which gives this really nice range to create this beautiful looping music with the drums great if you went and listened to them when i suggested them you might have checked that out watched some live videos seen that we've seen double neck instruments but FM guitars, these are not really double neck instruments. It's a single neck with two fretboards. So here's what you've got to imagine in your head. You've got to imagine a guitar body that is really not too much bigger than a standard guitar body. But like a double necked guitar, you do have two individual sets of pickups and two fretboards. However, instead of being widespread, obviously, because the body isn't so big, you can't have these two necks far apart. What you've got is instead, imagine one guitar neck that is over double the width of a standard guitar neck, over double the width. And so it can accommodate 
two separate fretboards on it with a gap in the middle. And that's what you have. You have uh, two separate fretboards and the gap in the middle you can see to the uh, neck wood underneath. That's what it looks like. So it's more accurately still a single neck guitar just with an extremely wide neck and it's got two fretboards on it now instead of the kind of double neck guitar thing and the double neck bass from the l1011 example and all these examples we usually see which are focused on providing two guitars that you can play at once um i believe there was the example of the uh andy manson built one for also in the case of when led Zeppelin were doing their acoustic sets and the purpose of that was for you know not having to switch between like an acoustic bass and a 12 string acoustic guitar and a uh, i don't know mandolin or something it wasn't it? you know it's just crazy multiple neck guitar wasn't even double necked um in the case of all of those the point is to offer basically two different instruments in one so for example a 12 string and a six string if there's a song i'm playing that has a 12 string part in the verse and then the entire rest of the song is six string i can play my double neck gibson or whatever and there you go that's the idea with a lot of them not with fm guitars both of these fretboards again not technically separate necks both of these fretboards are the same same ratio same number of strings same scale length okay so then i hear you say what's the point exactly so now we come to the story of fm guitars why in the world has someone built these guitars which are nowhere near as big as a double neck and it's a double fretboard with a nice smaller body but you've still got two fretboards and you've got two sets of pickups but they're both the same fretboard what's going on here well the idea is actually very fitting with a lot of what's going on in progressive music it fits so well with a lot of the guitar innovations both in terms of sure gear but really in terms of playing and musical innovations of these some of these amazing guitar heroes and players we have now and a bunch of new ideas and and stuff that we're seeing in the world of some people who play acoustic and things it's great the 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 story behind this is really genuine and um it really entices me to the concept and takes it way out of the reaches of anything that's just like a gimmick or just an innovation for different sake this comes purely and naturally from the needs of a musician so fm stands for felix martin and felix is a musician a guitarist and when he was very young he was wanting to play classical guitar and of course with classical guitar you have this lovely mix you watch people play these beautiful solo guitar pieces on classical guitar a thousand times more sophisticated and enchanting sounding than all the horrible power chords that a lot of us string together um they're like the nice part of the world the classical guitar world and we're like the horrible mishmash musicians over here in the rest of guitar world but in a lot of those pieces you are combining chords and melody together in a way that definitely takes some getting used to when you're first learning and even to transition to that style of classical guitar playing from like an electric guitar player it's difficult and felix found it really hard and also really unnatural feeling and in the way that i guess you do when you're younger you have more of an ability to sort of think outside a box and you have some kind of it's fascinating kind of problems of what you do when you're younger but what he started to do instead was to get that sound and to get that idea of the chords and the melody running together on a with the with just a single player or solo guitar piece he started to use two regular six string guitars at the same time using a finger tapping technique so he's basically finger tapping on both of these guitars at once 
one basically kind of fulfilling more the chord section one fulfilling the melody and then of course going from there it goes far beyond just an emulation of classical guitar and becomes its own thing um this is what felix martin's playing became and because of that he needed an instrument that was not the standard instrument and was not going to be correctly satisfied by the normal two double neck guitar things because they're always two different guitars he needed two fretboards that were the same um so he started making his own guitars uh in order to satisfy his needs as an artist and to work with his playing style because let's face it holding two guitars at once or putting two guitars on a strap or once on a one on each strap around your body you can just obviously imagine that that would be a mess i mean even right now you're thinking how did he start playing with two of them at once did he lie them on the floor did he stand them up on his legs what did he do so anyway he quickly realized he needed his own instrument not provided by many people and he started building his own which is kind of incredible in itself i think just to go and go okay well i'll just build it myself and he started building these double guitars with either 16 strings or 14 strings so basically two seven string fretboards or two eight string fretboards you know that was quick mess wasn't it there you go but um basically he started doing that he started doing it in different styles you know like electric do a semi-hollow do an arch top started doing it in different styles he worked with a couple of luthiers including uh jp laplante in canada um and also worked with jeff kiesel developed this idea and apparently since 2013 he has been wanting to really bring this to fruition where he could start uh bringing all that experience he's had into creating his own models which includes not just the way to work with the fretboards but getting the body shape much smaller than any double neck guitar but keeping the body shape small but having room for the two sets of pickups on there and having all the different innovations you would need and variations been working on this since 2013 wanted to bring it out um but you know as a player not necessarily with a a company for guitar building uh, had to gather the resources for this and has been developing this and working on this specifically with the idea of bringing it to the public for a further seven years and now here we are in 2020 and he's able to bring this to the public so there are a few different models all with this basic concept you've got the fm series which is uh this cool kind of like metal ish looking design i guess some people will pigeonhole it as it's a very modern guitar design on the body shape um and it's just called the fm so you've got the fm 12 the fm 14 fm 16 that's with two six strings two seven strings on one neck two eight strings on one neck and then you've got the fmt again 12 14 and 16 iterations and that's got more of like a, a kind of modernized telly style body slightly telly inside by it ish and then you've got the fms no guesses what the s is for it's a slightly strat style inspired um body shape and pickup loadout and then there is also our low-end friends are not forgotten base versions a base version as with a base model line again with varying numbers of strings really cool you also get the string mutes um i believe on these guitars they are headless which is for ergonomics if once you look at the body shapes you'll see that even though this is obviously a little bit different because it's got two sets of pickups on there and that changes the body shape in all sorts of ways you can see immediately this is very much going towards being an ergonomic guitar and that's something that 
FM guitars is stressing is that these guitars needed to be ergonomic with the potential extra weight although these are made to be smaller bodied and lighter than you would probably expect but with the natural extra weight just from these things it's very important that they are ergonomic because if you put a lot of heavy clunky weight around your neck and it's not an ergonomically designed instrument um that can be problematic not just uncomfortable for playing but you do that every night on a tour or something and suddenly this is not such a useful tool for musicians so it's great to see fm guitars putting a lot of focus on ergonomics but to be honest that is the kind of obvious natural great thinking that you get when a guitar is designed not from the kind of abstract but from the direct need of a musician whether it's by the musician themselves or a musician working with luthiers in this case to develop it or a musician just goes to a luthier and tells them and the luthier figures it out either way just the fact that the need of the musician comes first that's such a natural process i feel that it leads to these kind of correct choices being made so i'm happy to see that um and that intrigues me the headless uh like i said which is often a common thing in ergonomics for balance and so forth uh it's a good way to get rid of some weight there and um we've already talked about headless guitars and all that stuff on here before but it also comes with the string mutes i believe on all of them included for the open strings and stuff so you can do some stuff like that which is very cool um and useful for this this is aimed at people doing this cool finger tapping technique styles across the two necks separately which is really 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 great to see that it's got all these modern ideas and elements to the design because those guys often are attracted to those guitars because they offer features that just are not you know even just with a single fretboard standard six string seven string eight string they offer features um companies like keys or companies like this modern focused a lot of progressive musicians with interesting technical stuff they offer really interesting little features that are aimed at meeting the needs of those players so you see that those kind of players are into that and it's great that fm guitars is, is launching into that area because it just makes sense that's what the players are attracted to the guitars look really good and i think it's interesting because a lot of what we judge a guitar looking good on is what we're used to seeing um we're kind of all aware of that we know that we kind of have a strong reaction towards a different new body shape but really just because not we're not used to seeing it um the great classic example would be you know something like the flying v and also the explorer these are launched people are like oh what is that it's crazy it's nuts what is it um and then over time just a bunch of players pick it up think oh this is cool artists want to look outside the box and go outside the box anyway so gets picked up by a bunch of artists we see it over and over again and over time that becomes a perfectly natural guitar shape it can be emulated it can be tweaked and we're still just used to if it's like that archetype looks like a normal guitar to us and i think the fact of seeing all these super extended range guitars even stuff like the crazy builds with 18 strings and whatever for uh, you know jared dines and stevie t if you follow that stuff on youtube the fact that we've got used to seeing these bigger guitars with these bigger necks extended range models with these you know wide necks obviously and you know more progressive guitarists playing these really cool designs from you know whether it's Ormsby or Kiesler or Mayones or wherever you want to go to I think it makes these settle in a lot easier than it would have done like 15 years ago the design of these would be like kind of just totally mind-blowing and it would have been interesting to see people's reactions to 
the guitars that Felix Martin was playing that he kind of built himself and worked with Luthiers to build, you know, kind of years ago, because I feel like the look of these is so much more natural to my eye than it would have been, you know, 10, 20 years ago, even even 10, even five, maybe. And just, you know, being used to seeing musicians, you know, I'm, I, I'm aware of a couple of musicians, one who does a lot of finger um, tapping style stuff, who has a custom guitar. And I believe it's like a, I believe those are, it's double necked and those are different necks it's 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 a nine string and a six string but the idea is i think it's a nine string six something like that and the idea is that it accommodates this this tapping playing in many ways similar to this from being used to seeing guitars like that that you know must have completely blown my mind the first time i saw them and still look crazy and cool because i don't see those every day it's not the, the most still the most common thing but it's common enough and out there enough and played by so many good players that when I saw the FM guitars, they look different. They have a cool design. They have this unique thing going on about the design, but did not look, you know, crazy or disgusting or out of place or, I, or, or maybe think, oh, I'm going to need a while to get used to this. Not at all. Felt very natural, the, the look of them. Um, and I recommend you go look at them and see if that's the same for you because I, I put that down to the fact that my brain has been conditioned like i said you need that to find the model attractive and, and stuff unless you're really outside the box and you're thinking and over the years you know the last five years in particular I've really just just come to enjoy guitars that are at least similar enough in this vein big wide necks or double necks or things cool body shapes like this that 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 it's it really settles in nicely and i think they look really good um which is cool you know, maybe even stuff like the Abassi guitars and stuff, just the, the pushing of guitar design in a really mainstream way, not just even by the the in, uh, kind of mad inventor guitar builders that I am often covering on this podcast and on Axes and Blades. The fact that it's really been out there in the mainstream recently has, has helped with it, I think. So great designs to see. If you're listening to this thinking about, yeah, how does this help with tapping? Like I have a six-string guitar. I do, t- you know, I have a telly and I tap on it. I have a Les Paul and I do tapping on it. Um, I recommend you go check out some of the players in this vein, such as such as Felix Martin, and, and really see how it's different. Coming from that classical perspective is a good way to think of it, that you're using melody on one neck and 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 doing kind of expanding on that on the other the idea is that you and again this is why it works with both the fretboards being the same is you're essentially just extending what you are able to achieve being a single player and you know you can have interesting and close um, chord extensions would be one example of what you could do kind of basically stacking those little extensions and nice things with these close voicings you can to interesting chord melody play you can bring percussion techniques in with the tapping hand on one guitar while simultaneously going uh melodically over that with the other hand and again if you're doing a lot of these things on the same neck you can't actually do it even if you have a nine string um you're limited on where you can go and if you were to just build one of these 18 string guitars or whatever like you see for jared dines with those strings getting crazy and different in thickness um you know, he'll tell you it's kind of crazy and hard to play and it's fun and it's an awesome, crazy thing that they built, but it's it's kind of hard to play. It's not built for any specific thing apart from kind of the meme of it. Um, But this is built specifically so that you have the equal playability on what both hands are touching. It's also familiarity for both hands. For example, if you're used to playing six string and you're expanding into tapping and you feel like you're limited with how much you can break out of 
the voicings and areas you're in and how much basically you can kind of kind of breadth you can scale at once and you look at a nine string you think about that but you think about well i don't want the tone of those thicker strings i want basically everything to be on a six string i like the feel of the six string and i like the range that that sound provides i like how tonally a six string sounds going to the amp without those thicker lower end extended range strings i don't really want that but i do want to expand well this two fretboard approach from fm guitars absolutely helps with that and that's something that i think a lot of these tapping guys appreciates and again this is tapping not as in the the kind of it's weird to call tapping traditional isn't it that's a bit of a weird thing to say um but that is how time moves i guess um you know what we might call quote unquote traditional tapping it's it's not that and it's not even you know the kind of math rocky tapping and the kind of tapping that we're used to seeing from those genres and the guys who really brought it to new heights throughout the 2000s and up to today this is um the tapping technique in which the idea of using two separate necks or two separate fretboards is absolutely inherent to what you are approaching and what you are trying to achieve with the technique um you know and that includes all dual melodic ideas and everything like that and then just the fact that it's built for the, with that purpose in my from that angle with 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 its basis but then think about everything else you could do with this as a very different instrument to a double neck guitar or to a nine string think about what you could do with this think about what you could do with two six strings together it just opens up a whole bunch of policies possibilities i mean two eight strings together you've got a huge amount of range there but it doesn't necessarily just have to be about the range that you can hit with um stacking chords or doing um stacked dual melodic ideas it can also be about technically what can be achieved when i have that an interesting thing as well is that the guitars as standard come with a normal mono output but that you can have an option to have a stereo output so that each fretboard each set of pickups has its own separate output so you can run them into separate amps you could run them into separate effects units you could run them into entirely separate rigs and really be two guitar players at once basically really really cool um it does also state from um what fm guitars have put out there that they really um wanted to make these affordable for everybody um and so these are built by felix martin in collaboration with several luthiers around the world says los angeles vietnam and canada really interesting we did a really recent episode of this podcast on luthier collaboration and would we see more of that from a luthier uh in austria collaborating with luthier in japan and it was i said you know it'd be great to see more of that and what they could achieve and luthiers working together is a great thing here's a really cool interesting example i didn't see i didn't see another example coming so soon but there we go and a cool thing about this i guess because of this way it's put together as a project and um i mean everything that goes into deciding pricing these guitars are actually very very affordable um for what they are for this kind of custom level thing um you know really we're looking at stuff for base price which i mean does not necessarily include like a bunch of different options there are options there are things that come in here you can get fan fret multi-scale you can get tops and colors and things like this there are different options things on here there are, you can also get left-handed very cool um but as a base price um 
you seem to be looking at $1,200 to $1,500 for what you're getting, um, the uniqueness of it and stuff. If the quality is good, I can't comment on it. I don't have one because it's been announced today. You know what I mean? But um, interesting stuff. Like that's a very, very good price. And um, in the announcement, in the statement put out there about this, the launch of FM guitars, it does say from Felix Martin himself that, you know, growing up, was not able to have access to fancy guitars and the, and the money to pay for them like like I think 99.9% of us can relate to. And so he said it was important that if he was putting this whole new idea out there, which is not in competition with other guitars, but it's a separate new thing for artists who are playing this kind of music. They'll need it. They'll want it. They'll find it an incredibly important tool for their music. But there should not be the barriers to entry of a high price and that, you know, a really high price should not be some factor that means that a musician who's wanting to play this kind of music that this that this this instrument can do and, and uh, kind of approach and explore the techniques opened up and made more possible by this instrument they shouldn't be barred from entering because the price is astronomical and so clearly they've made a great effort to make these as affordable uh, as possible with still maintaining the quality um, that I'm sure they wanted to go for so cool interesting to see very um awesome idea because all of us are on budgets all of us know what it's like to be on a budget so tight you can't get the the tools you want and stuff like that and obviously this is a very particular case of if you're wanting to explore this kind of tapping you're going to see this instrument and and see that this is the way that you um this is the instrument you need to expand what you're able to do um so great idea to try and make it affordable anyway I'm going to leave a link to this so that you guys can check it out, as always, in the description. Um, I'm really interested to see where this goes and to learn more about FM guitars. Um, but I recommend you go and check out the website. There's also um, on their website, which is linked in the description, there is a players page, um, which kind of has a bunch of names of a bunch of players and some of them holding cool versions of the FM guitars and stuff. Uh, that also means that you can go and, you know, uh, check out a bunch of players if you're thinking like so what is this kind of um this kind of playing that you're talking about what kind of playing is made possible or opened up on this instrument uh there's quite a hefty list of artists already on the website um all their names are on there so that's a great place to start and to explore this and hey that's a good place to transition because we always finish by pointing out some music so as well as checking out fm guitars and as well as checking out their list of artists which is very, very cool. Um, and getting an idea of what's going to be happening on these instruments, what you're going to see from these instruments musically and just getting to listen to some cool music. I also wanted to suggest um, a, another little piece of music. It's actually a, a, a video on YouTube. It's actually technically a demo video, but the playing's so tasty. I just wanted to share it as the music to check out today because we always finish with a song or an album on arts to check out or a performance. And um, yeah, I got to count this as a performance because it's just, it's great playing and like, if you're a fan of good tones as well, this is outrageous. Uh, if you have no interest in the gear, this is still super worth it just for the playing and the tones um, and how good it sounds. It's so nice. Um, so this is the new video from John F. Claver, a Dutch guitarist. We've talked about his awesome lessons that he has on his YouTube channel. You have to subscribe now and get on with it. Um, we've also talked about some of his music and I definitely suggested you go and check that out so you should do that um and he's put up a new demo of 
the G-Town Holy Grail Bluesman amp. Um, if you don't know G-Town, you should also check them out. I might have to do an episode just on them. Very cool boutique amps. Super nerdy, passionate kind of backstory to it as well, from, from what I know. Um, and John is just playing amazing stuff here. Super tasteful, beautiful, fantastic, fascinating note choices. He so often does great tones from Collins guitars and JHG guitars going into this amp. It's great. Again, link in the description of this podcast. So anyway, that's enough blabbing on. Go and check out all that stuff. Um, I'm fascinated to see where FM guitars goes and to see more of what they've got. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it. I'm interested. I don't know much about it. Don't know really anything more than what I've told you. That's everything I know. Um, so I'm curious to learn more about it if I can. Anyway, that's all for today. Go play a bunch of guitar. Go check out a bunch of good music. Check out the links in the description. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And I will catch you, as always, tomorrow. Tomorrow.